2: Hi right, guys, so welcome back to another incredible episode of the number one real estate show on the planet, The Rants and Jim Show. My name is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, but I'm better known as MG The Mortgage Guy.
1: And my name is Kiana Watson. Broker Extraordinaire. Yes. License number 31576. To and today is our
2: day. Today is our day. we have yeah. been selfish. We don't want no <laughs> damn guests today. All no, right. It's, it's us. about us, the and you guys. All right. So, something that's near and dear to both our hearts. We like to educate our community. Yeah. Um, we always like to give them market updates because it's very important that people understand what's happening in the market, what's trending, what's not trending, et cetera, et cetera, because there's a lot of bogus information out there Absolutely. on the internet. All right. So, quick market update. Alright, so this is gonna be a quick episode. This is not gonna be 40, 50, 80 minute long. No. Alright, so just get your pen and pad, get ready, and let's talk about the real estate market. Now. Hey yo. Speed my rants and gems. Speed my rants gems. Yeah, I can do it, we discover. Peace to all the kings and the queens
1: where the mother lies. Speed my rants and gems. Speed my rants gems. gems. I would like to start off by saying, it's up and it's stuck.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you're a fool. I was about to drink my wine and spit that shit out. It's up
1: and it's stuck? It's up and it's stuck. (laughs) And I know that you guys feel a way about that, but it is. It's up and it's stuck. The numbers are up. You know, properties, we are at an all time low when it comes to inventory. So what we have now is we have high demand and we have a low inventory. What does that mean? That is pure economics. So when you have high demand and low inventory, what's going to happen is the prices are going to rise. They're going to continue to rise. Mm -hmm. And the last I checked, we are 5.5 million million homes, again, 5.5 million homes away from meeting the demand of the people that are looking to purchase property. So that means that it's up and it's stuck, baby. We don't, I don't, we don't, there is, there is nothing out here. You can Google it. You can go to CNBC. You can go to ABC. You can go to USA Today. It doesn't matter where you go. Every city, every market, there's low inventory, there's high demand, and there's rising home prices. There is no market crash to be seen anywhere soon.
2: Look, you heard the queen. She said it's up and it's stuck. And the numbers are proven it so far. What they say is up 20% in 2021, year over year, over 2020?
1: Absolutely. According to Goldman Sachs, they're Mm -hmm. going to stay up 16% going into next year. So going into 2022, there's still going to be price increases. What we're hoping to see as real estate professionals is there's a lot of baby boomers that are going to start selling their assets. They're going to start downsizing. So single-family homes, which is the hardest hit, and when I say hardest hit, they have the lowest amount of inventory with the highest demand, so they are the the single family market is the one that's ex- experiencing the highest increase.
2: Absolutely. So when
1: we see the baby boomers start to downsize and move into condos and lo- move into smaller homes, we're going to see a little more inventory, which is why we're projecting a sixteen percent increase. However, we still don't have enough inventory to cover the demand of home buyers out here. So right now, while everybody's waiting for a Market crash or you talk to your auntie and they bought a house <laughs> awesome. back in 2009. I'm, <laughs> I'm here to tell you that there is no article, there is no market data, there is no research to support that notion and prices will continue to increase. And what we predict mm-hmm. is in 2023, they're going to start evening out. So what do we mean by even out, right? Explain that. So what does that mean? I got to give like the bare minimum expense. Like, do you remember you could go to Wendy's mm-hmm. and you could get a burger for 99 cents mm-hmm. and a potato and all that? But now it's two fifty, two dollars and fifty cent. That's what happens. When prices go up, they're never going to reverse. So our home prices in Atlanta, our average home price is four hundred and fifty-eight thousand dollars. Wow. It's not going to go down.
2: Wait, ATL average is four fifty-eight? Four
1: fifty-eight. Damn. honestly, and this is the craziest thing is last year it was three hundred and ninety-eight thousand. So we're talking that's in December. So when you have these type of increases, what it's going to tell us is now the demand will kind of slow down a little bit because we'll have more inventory, but nobody's going to go from selling their house from for 500, 500000 and now bring it back to $250,000. is an old folk's tale that has been told many, many years. I feel like it's an old folk's tale yeah. talking about the market crash of 2008, 2009. You have to recognize you've missed that boat. And not only that, the United States overall, we're in the middle of inflation. Correct. So, inflation and, is huge right now. And so when inflation happens, what that's a spike in increases of everything. This happened in the 70s, and it's happening again now. It happens. That's what happens every 30 to 40 years. It's just a natural cycle of economics.
2: Absolutely. Look, home prices are increasing, but also look at what Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac just came out with. They increased the loan limits, right? Yes. So the loan limits went up from 2020. So you have conforming, and then you have balance of jumbo loan limits, right? Mm-hmm. So in high-cost states like New York, D.C., California, you have um, high balance, right? So you can go, like in 2021, the loan limit, I believe, was 548. Correct. Right? And then in states like New York, for a single family, you can go up to $822,000 loan, and that means Fannie Mae will buy that loan mm-hmm. from the lender, right? In states like Georgia, Right. You don't have it's not considered a high cost state yet, mm-hmm. but that loan amount for a conventional loan is maxed at five forty eight. And any loan above five forty eight is now considered a jumbo mortgage. Now, when they increase this new loan amounts, these new loan limits going into 2022. Now you can go up to six hundred and twenty-five thousand in Georgia, and it's not considered a jumbo mortgage. And in New York, you can go up to, I believe, nine hundred and thirty-four, thirty-five thousand, somewhere around that. Don't quote me on that, but I believe it's right around that number yeah, it is. on a single-family home. That's telling you that the government is fully tapped in; they're fully aware of what's happening with these home prices, yes. and they're trying to make it more affordable for folks who don't live in these... Well, folks who live in the high-cost areas mm-hmm. and folks who don't live in high-cost areas to be able to still um, get affordable mortgages. Oh, yeah. Right? And when the government does that, you got to understand, there was a time frame for 10 years that the government did not raise the loan limits. It stayed at 417000 I believe, up until 2018. Right. And up until 2018, every single year, they have increased for the past three years the loan limits because they have to make it to where people can still get affordable mortgages, right? Absolutely. Interest rates, we all know, have been at record-breaking lows. Right now, they're up. Oh, yeah. You know, the market right now, as of today, you know, we're filming this in October, November-ish, so keep in mind, when it's air, the rates could be a little bit lower or higher, but as of today, the the average conforming conventional mortgage rate is right around 3 to 3.25%, Correct. depending on who you're going to. Now, what all the economists are saying is that in 2022, interest rates are going to go up yes. to around 35 to 3.75%, with home prices still increasing on top of that. So those of you who are on the sideline, please understand, <laughs> if you're waiting for some sort of crash to come, good, God bless you, right? Keep waiting. No. But it's, it's only going to continue to get more expensive. Yes. And I keep trying to tell folks this. If you wait, the rates will go up at some point. These 2% rates that people it's not are getting, gonna, it's, not it's, sustainable. Not, it's not sustainable. The
1: government is not going to continue to back this. and. What happens is we are we have like it's the FOMO for us. When you mm-hmm. miss out on an opportunity, a lot of us miss out on the opportunity. We didn't have EYL shout out to the biggest shout
2: out to ever. the biggest ever. <laughs> okay. We didn't have ever. type
1: of <laughs> platforms to educate us on financial literacy. So we missed the opportunity to buy these homes at low at low prices when there was a huge market crash. And so everybody's waiting on the side, waiting for something that's not going to happen. I encourage you to jump in the game now. So when the prices price are going to continue to increase, the interest rates will go up. Absolutely. And so all you're going to do is outprice yourself by waiting. If you want to own something, own your name, own yourself, own some property, and stop waiting on these myths and stop listening to people that don't do this every day. I just, did, I just talked about this on my social media because I'm sick and tired. <laughs> you bought one house, one little house, and now you're an expert on the real estate market. We eat, live, breathe this every single day. Facts. I do not have another job. If I don't close a deal, then I don't eat. If Correct. I don't close a deal, then I'm not compensated. So we do this every day. I manage agents that do this every day, full time. You need to listen to people that are in the market. You know, we're not making this these things up. Like, even in our market, like, you know, we still have multiple offers, still have highest and best situations due. Absolutely. Um, my so, client, she lost an offer with on the property because I couldn't believe it. We put a strong offer in, we wrote over fifteen thousand above asking. Mm-hmm. She lost the home sold thirty thousand above asking price. Wow. So it sold for four hundred and thirty thousand. It was listed for four hundred thousand. What does that tell us? There is someone that's capable, willing, and able. Absolutely. And they're going to be the ones building equity while you're waiting on the side for something that's not going to happen, which is a market crash.
2: Well, and look at it, right? Pay attention to what's happening in the market. You got hedge funds. Correct. You got Zillow, you got BlackRock, you got all these folks who have billions of dollars, and they're on record targeting single-family homes.
1: And they're not playing fair.
2: They're not playing fair at all. They they got a big-ass piggy bank. Yes. And they're using their piggy bank, even though Zillow just came out and said they're going to stop buying homes right now because they have to Handle the inventory that they already purchased and finished construction and things of that nature, but you still have so many other corporations out there that are gun hole mm-hmm. to continue to buy single family residences. So while that's still that money is still in the street, and
1: even with Zillow, you know, let's be honest, mm-hmm. Zillow got something else up their sleeve. They really day. do. So they they're they're
2: on, they on, they're up to something. They're up
1: to something, and what they're up to is the fact that they built their business off the backs of real estate yep. professionals. We are the ones that were like real other real estate agents, not me, but they were the ones purchasing ad share, yep. purchasing zip codes, putting, making their pockets fat. So every time an agent, like I know it, like for example, one zip code could cost them a thousand dollars a month. Right. They're spending this with Zillow. And when someone reaches out to Zillow, they're connected to the agent. But this, what Zillow did, every person that reached out to that agent through the Zillow, Zillow owns that lead. Correct. So they own that data. So Zillow is up to something because now they put themselves in a position where they first position, positioned themselves on the market to be with the agents. Now they're trying to work against us. So they said, let me put a pause on it. Mm-hmm. so They can try to trick us again <laughs> to get our business again. To start getting more money, because people stopped. A lot of agents stopped working with Zillow when they recognized not only was Zillow turned themselves into a broker. Mm-hmm. Now you want to sell property. Now you want to buy property. Now you want to list property. Now you're competing with the very people that help build your platform.
2: Absolutely. It Does not make sense? It doesn't make sense at all. Um, and you know, as a lender, we we've pay, paid our fair share of co-marketing you see? And, and, and things of that nature. We help fuel the beast. Yeah. Um, that's out there, but look. It's a free world. They can do whatever they want. They're not doing nothing illegal. No.
0: Nope. And they're
2: buying up everything. Everything. Right? So that trend will continue, and that's going to continue to make home prices go up, especially in that single-family marketplace. So mm-hmm. you guys have to just really understand that if you don't jump on some real estate ASAP, you might get priced out.
1: No, not might. You will get priced out if you don't jump on some real estate ASAP. And you got to th- be mindful Focus, you know, I always say it's a difference between a first-time buyer. There's a difference between each person. I'm not going to judge your decision because what I do, I hate when people say, well, buy this property or get the ugliest property on the block. But what if, what if they only got enough money for their down payment and closing costs? What if they don't have enough money to pay out of pocket for a renovation? What if they can't afford it? Mm-hmm. What if there's not, and when you buy first, buy a home, and most people are not moving in with enough equity to pull it out to renovate. So we always got to be mindful of people's circumstances. If you are just someone that say, listen, I want to buy a house and I want to stop renting, and that's your whole goal, I support that because the property is still an asset no matter what. You know what I mean? So understand where you are in your process, but buy something. It doesn't have to be the hugest house. But you want to own in this market like you have too much education out here to not be owning your property.
2: Yeah, I think it's definitely we have to own shit. Yeah, we have to do what we have to do.
1: Shout out to Aisha. Shout
2: out to Aisha Selden. (laughs) But we also have to just be mindful and buy right. You know, Julian Gordon, uh, our, our last one of our episodes said it's all about buying right. And people always ask me, should I buy now? Should I wait for a crash? Should I do this? I tell people buy right. Right? If you're financially secure, if you have money for down payment, closing costs, you have reserves, et cetera, et cetera, and you're ready mentally Correct. and financially, then yes, you should buy. But buy right, buy smart, look for the stress, look for homes that's been on the market 30, 45, 60, 90 days. Those are where the deals are. Look for off-market properties so you can still find some great deals in today's market. But unfortunately, the price is going to continue to go up, in my opinion. Now, I do believe there will be a real estate correction Third, fourth quarter 2023.
1: That's what I said,
2: 2023. 2023, 100%. I think at that time, we're going to start seeing some foreclosures hit the marketplace. But you also got to remember, guys, just really but pay attention still to this.
1: we're waiting for the foreclosures. That's
2: going to be a while. Like it people, ain't not all lenders are going to be quick to foreclose on folks, oh, right? Yeah. Especially if they got any type of government, Fannie Freddie type of mortgage, they're going to get enough time. As they need because lenders are not going to be quick to foreclose okay. and then when they are going to foreclose and no honestly they're going to sell it to their buddies on wall street right because they got big paper so you're not even going to have the the access well people don't understand how foreclosures <laughs> work they right? don't they don't understand how foreclosures work people think you know and they in my dms all day long oh it's going to be foreclosure crisis all these people can't aff- i get it i understand but you got to understand these asset managers and everything they ain't going to go to those things ain't going to even make the courthouse for the most part they're going to sell it to hedge funds and and get steep discounts because they're going to be able to sell it at bulk. You're not going to be in a position to buy bulk. Not at all. So you'll probably get the scraps.
1: And then when you get the scraps, it's like, do you have cash? Because I, you know what, the saddest thing I see is like, you know, you're financing and you're financing with maybe an FHA or a VA loan and you're waiting for a foreclosure when you don't recognize that not only is that the least competitive, by the time someone has a property on the market with foreclosure, and and it's distressed, and it has issues, and it needs repairs, it's being sold as is without any of those things, Mm -hmm. you still have to pass that appraisal inspection. And FHA, MVA have different criteria than conventional. Absolutely. So then you're waiting on something that you may not be able to take advantage of based on your loan type, based on the condition of the property. Because foreclosures are not all sweet and pretty. They are distressed. People are not happy to leave their homes. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they tear them up sometimes i mean you know foreclosures not a it's not a pretty thing it's a lot of issues with it's them. a lot of issues with mm-hmm. them there's very it's very seldom that a person just leaves and they leave the home in excellent condition this is not a turnkey property you know
2: no it's not turnkey so you got to be prepared um, for that stuff but i want you guys to really think about this too you said the numbers, what is it, 16, 18% in Six, 2021? 18% in
1: 2021. 18% in 2021, 16% going into next year, according to Goldman Sachs.
2: So you got to think about it. That's almost up 40% from today's prices when 2023 rolls around. Correct. So even if there is a correction, even if there's a correction 10%, it's still 30% up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's a 20%... It's still what? It's still 30% up over the the past (laughs) couple of years. And that's not even including what's been happening in 2020, 2019. The market was already on fire prior to COVID, right? Going into 2020, it was going crazy already. of course. Right? The pandemic enhanced everything and made it even go crazier. So you guys got to really understand when you're trying to wait for distress, you're trying to wait for this, you're trying to wait for that. It might not work in your favor because the most important thing you got to realize the feds are going to stop buying mortgage backed securities. They're going to they're going to taper off with this stuff. And what's going to happen eventually, like they're predicting the rates are going to go up to like mid threes on average for conventional mortgages in 2022. So even if your house goes down, you know, let's say you buy a five hundred thousand dollar house and it goes from five hundred to four hundred and fifty thousand. Right. You can get a three percent interest rate today at the half a million, but you get a six percent interest rate on the 450. You're basically saying you're paying the same payment, same
1: payment. It's the
2: same, and I've given this example at seminars and everything. The numbers do not lie. No, 450 at six percent, 450 at five and a half percent is the same payment in actual or actuality. The payment now with the lower interest rate and the higher price, in most cases, work out to be a little bit cheaper by a couple dollars on a monthly basis. When we compare in principal and interest, not the taxes and insurance. So you gotta look at that too. Is it really worth that wait to wait for the prices to decrease, decrease ten percent, twenty percent, just to pay a higher interest rate?
1: And it's, and to me, and, and and that's just I'm just speaking on generally speaking, like Let's just for example, you're you're from New York.
2: Yes, right? yes, I am.
1: Y'all, one of the most expensive. States. Queens get the money. Queens get the money. right? <laughs> have you seen, and I'm serious, a significant price increase decrease from, let's just say, when you got your license? Remember, 2007, 2008. Nah, no. Nah. Have any has anything looked like that again?
2: So I'll tell you guys real quick, right? Back in the wild cowboy days, 04, 05, like in Queens, a multifamily would probably run at the height. Of the wild cowboy days, it was like seven, 750, you know, in certain areas, right? seven seven50. Now those same areas, those houses, those same duplexes are now 950 a million, five and a half, seven percent interest rate at those times at the height. And we have more mortgage product out there. Now people are really actually qualified. We do more due diligence. We're making sure that you can afford what we're approving you for. So you got to look at the price has increased now, the market did I won't call it crash in New York. It did correct itself. There I was think there was, you know, homes that dropped twenty percent. No, it was more like a crash. Let me not sugarcoat it. New York did go through a crash, now that I think about it, because those same single families went from seven fifty. I mean, those duplexes went from seven fifty to like five. That was but that was in that was, when but that, was the going, that was when the whole market crashed, right? right. So they did get lower. From like 2009 to like 10, 2013, 11, 13, somewhere mm-hmm. around there, you can still get a decent multifamily for like 450, 500, 550. But now, look over the past almost 10 years, they up almost a million dollars. And that's all I want. And to we're say. not going back to no 450, 500 that- because who the hell's going to sell their house at that price? So
1: that's all I'm saying. So if you guys, so you're listen, he gave you his experience. Even if the market corrects itself, because we're not going to see a crash. The market crashed because we had predatory lending, we had mortgage Correct. fraud, we had all those things going taking Correct. place. Now we have checks and balances in place, so we're not looking at a market crash. We're looking at a market correction. That correction is we're not going to see these huge 16 and 18 percent Year over year increases. We're going to get to normal numbers: four percent, six percent. That's normal. Yeah. Sixteen and twenty percent increases. Yeah,
2: are that's abnormal. Look, that's not normal. We, not we, we, normal. Can we can agree with that.
1: When it corrects itself, it's just going to slow that down. But that eight hundred thousand dollar house, more likely in Atlanta, is still going to be eight hundred thousand instead of it selling for eight fifty. It's going to sell for eight hundred. Or, right se- or it may go
2: for. Or may go for seven eighty.
1: Yeah, it may go for seven eighty. Yeah. Because the problem we have now is, if it's for eight hundred, it's eight fifty. If it's no, no, 400 so it's 450 It's 500 Everything is being sold above asking price on average, and it's up and it's stuck. Can we agree?
2: Um, yeah, we can cheers to that.
1: Let's cheers. It's I, up I, and it's stuck.
2: I, I believe the market for 2021 is officially up and it's stuck. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Don't care what your comments say. Don't care what your reaction is in my DM. It is what it is. It's it up is and it's stuck. Is. 2022, pandemic season three. <laughs> <laughs> season three. Season three. It will be up and it's stuck. And if you're smart and if you're buying deals, deals, not just buying real estate, but if you're buying deals, you have an opportunity to still make money. Whoever made whoever purchased in 2022, on average, I I posted this the other day, um, America has um, gained about one hundred and ten thousand in equity over the past 12
1: months. Absolutely. So
2: whoever purchased in 2021 and now going into 21, they're up. Right. And now I think going into 21, 22 is going to be the same thing.
1: Even more
2: up. And it's going to be even more up. So, those are the opportunities where, like Julian said, you got to be able to take that equity out reinvest into other properties, and build your portfolio the smart way, and gear yourself up Yeah. if there is a correction, if there is a crash. Look, we don't have a crystal ball. We
1: don't. but No one does. What we want to do is we want to make sure you're educated and you're getting the correct information from people that are consistently in the field, closing deals, managing agents that close deals, closing real estate, uh, mortgage deals. So you have the right information. Do your own due diligence. Do your own research.
2: Do your own due diligence. Most importantly, fuck the gurus. Don't listen to the gurus. Exactly. Listen to yourself. Don't listen to mom, dad, sister, brother. Follow data, though. Listen to data. Listen to the data. Listen to the numbers and make the right decision for you.
1: Right, so it, this has been a great episode.
2: Yeah, I think that's all we can say about it's this. All we can say. It's
1: been a great episode. It's, it's a <laughs> we talk about update. this all the time. It's the market update. You know, we talk about it almost every day, every single day. <laughs>
2: Tap in with our social media platforms yes. if you want to know what's happening on a day to day basis, and we'll definitely, 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 definitely definitely give you the right information. Well, so, thank you
1: so much for tuning in for another episode of the Another Ramp and Jam Show,
2: the number one real estate show in, in the world,
1: in the entire world. We're
2: manifesting this, y'all.
1: You like. Share, follow, comment.
2: Rate five stars on Apple, leave a review, send it to your community, all that good stuff. Let's really make this number one spot happen for Rants and Gems, all right? So my name is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG the Mortgage Guy.
1: And I'm Keanu Watson, broker extraordinaire, license number 317576. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Rants and Gems show.
0: Peace. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members of FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com disclosures for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you.